Good evening. Good evening. If you would, open your Bibles to the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 8. Matthew, chapter 8. And we'll be looking at verses 14 and 15. Now, over the past several weeks, as mentioned this morning, we have looked at the different miracles of Jesus Christ and how they relate to us and what they tell us about Him. Now, we have looked at how He cast out demons, how He walked on water, how He raised the dead, how He fed the multitudes, how He healed people of leprosy. And this morning we looked at how he healed the blind. He gave sight to the blind. Now, each of these miracles proved his deity. And they also proved that he was the Messiah. But then they also proved what he can do for us, how he relates to us and how we relate to him. Because, you know, when he raised the dead... He can raise us from spiritual death. Uh, When he cast out the demons, he can free us from the clutches of sin. When he cleansed the lepers, he can cleanse us from sin. Um, When he fed the multitudes, he can meet our needs. When he walked on water, it proved that he is the creator and he has power over all of creation. And tonight, we're going to look at another one of his miracles and what that miracle means to us, how we can relate to this miracle. And the miracle is when he heals Peter's mother-in-law. So look at Matthew chapter 8, verses 14 and 15. It's written, And when he came to Peter's house, he saw his wife's mother laid down, and sick of a fever. And he touched her hand, and the fever left her. So she arose and ministered unto them. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our most gracious and loving Father, Lord, as we come before you, just ask your blessings upon the reading of your word. Just be with us tonight, Lord, as we worship together. Just give us an insight and understanding into your word, and help us, Lord, just to take what we learn and help us to apply it into our daily walk. And Lord, I also... Again, just pray that you would be with those that could not make it tonight, those that may be sick and shut in, those that have lost loved ones. We lift each one up to you, Lord, and just ask your blessings upon each one. Again, Lord, I just pray that you would be with us tonight. Just give me the words to say and just hide me behind the cross and let the words that are spoken be your words. And Lord, just bind down Satan and let him have no part of this service. We just ask this in your son's precious and holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, in this passage of Scripture, we see Jesus healing someone who was sick. Someone, and that someone was Peter's mother-in-law. Now, we can also find this healing mentioned in Mark and Luke. In Mark chapter 12, or I'm sorry, Mark chapter 1, verses 29 through 31, we see... Um, it mentioned where he heals Peter's mother-in-law. And then in Luke chapter 4, verses 38 and 39, we see the healing of Peter's mother-in-law. Now, 
what we also see is right before Jesus heals Peter's mother-in-law, Jesus and the disciples are entering into Capernaum, and the centurion meets Jesus. And this centurion is asking Jesus to heal his servant. And what we see is in this passage, we see the centurion's faith. Because he starts to talk about how he recognized that Jesus was under authority and that Jesus could heal just by speaking the words. Because Jesus had said that he would come and heal him, but the centurion said, you know, I'm not worthy that you would come under my roof. All you have to do is speak the word and he'll be healed. And then he says how he understands that because he was also under authority and that he could command people to do things and they would do it. And then look at what Jesus says. He says that he had not seen so great faith anywhere in Israel. So it was a Gentile that shows this great faith concerning Jesus, recognizing the authority that Jesus had. Now, after Jesus meets with the centurion and tells the centurion that the servant would be healed, they go on into Capernaum and they go to Peter's house. And when they go into Peter's house, Jesus notices that Peter's mother-in-law was laid down sick of a fever. Now, it doesn't say what she had. It just says that she was laid down and sick of a fever. But then look at what happens. Jesus goes over to her and touches her, and she's healed. Now, notice with the centurion... Jesus just said, it will be as you, you know, as you want. And the centurion servant is healed. He didn't even go with the centurion. But here he touches her and heals her. And what happens? As soon as he touches her hand and the fever leaves her, she gets up and she starts to minister unto them. She starts to serve Christ and the disciples. But notice something else about this. She never asked to be healed. Jesus sees a need and he meets the need. He meets the need and he heals her. But we also see something else. Now we have just seen the faith of the centurion and Jesus just says it will be as you, you want. But look at what happens as soon as he heals Peter's mother-in-law. She begins to serve. He touches her, heals her, and she begins to serve. Jesus and the disciples, upon being healed, she immediately gets up and begins to serve. 
Now, we see the same thing take place in Mark 5.18. When Jesus cast the demon out of the man in the Gadarenes, what happens? The man starts to ask Jesus if he could go with Jesus. He wants to go with Jesus and serve. And what does Jesus tell him? Jesus says, no, go back to your home and tell everyone about the great things that God has done for you. And what happens? This man goes and he starts to tell everyone about what Christ had done. So that when Christ enters back into that area, instead of the people being scared and telling Jesus to leave, they receive Christ and Christ stays in that area for for several days. So as soon as the man was healed, he begins to serve God. He begins to tell everyone about what Christ had done. And we see the same thing here with Peter's mother-in-law. As soon as she is healed, she gets up and she starts to serve Jesus. Now what does that tell us about us? Sin is a sickness. It's a sickness that everyone has. And Jesus heals us from this infirmity of sin. Not only can he give us sight, this spiritual sight, no longer or no... Not only can he meet our needs, not only can he cleanse our sins and and free us from the bondage of sin, he also heals us from the affirmity of sin. Sin is a virus. It's a sickness that affects us all. And when Jesus heals us of this infirmity, as soon as we are healed, what must we do? Look at Peter's mother-in-law. Look at the man that was possessed by the demons. As soon as we're healed, we must serve. And again, look at what happens. Verse 15, and he touched her hand, and the fever left her, and she arose and ministered unto them. Immediately. She gets up and she starts to serve. Once Christ heals us from the infirmity of sin, we must immediately begin to serve. You know, and that's the problem with many Christians, especially ones that have just received Christ as their Lord and Savior, they don't know what to do. And one reason they don't know what to do is the church doesn't tell them what to do. The church does not help them to grow. But once someone receives Christ as their Lord and Savior, the first thing that they must do is start to serve Christ because the more they serve, the more they're going to grow in the faith. And as soon as someone receives Christ as their Lord and Savior, they have a testimony. 
Just as the demonic had a testimony that he could go and tell others about the great things that God had done for him, every person that has received Christ as their Lord and Savior has a testimony. And they can tell everyone they meet about what Christ has done for them. But sadly, the majority do not do that. And they don't do it because the church does not disciple them and tell them how to do it. But once we believe on Jesus Christ, when we hear the gospel message and the Holy Spirit convicts us and we believe and have faith in him, once we're healed of that virus of sin, we must serve. We must serve. Peter's mother-in-law got up immediately and served. The demonic wanted to go with Jesus and when told to go home, the first thing he did is he starts to tell others about what Christ had done. And we're to do the same. Jesus heals us. He cleanses our sins and makes us whole. He opens our eyes and he gives us light. We must serve. Immediately and continually serve until we go to be with him. Let's stand for prayer. Our most gracious and loving Father, Lord, as we come before you, just thank you for your word. I thank you, Lord, that we just can turn to your word and learn from it. And Lord, I just pray that you would be with us as we go into this time of invitation. Help us, Lord, just to look to you for guidance and understanding. We just ask this in your son's precious and holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen.